0: Welcome, Empowered Empaths, to the Power of Healing Your Energy show. This show is all about your unconditional love, your light, your intuition, your soul's purpose. And depression and anxiety are a side effect of not living intuitively, not trusting your gut, the lost connections with your higher self and others. Your soul's purpose is here. hello everyone and welcome to the show i'm christine i am your spiritual guide intuitive mentor and old soul healer come on in say hello this is season two episode 23 of course i have to look back because it's just (laughs) 2021 seems to be flying by already And today I have an amazing and I keep I kept calling them all week power couple, the power couple. Um, It just so happens they are the powers of love. And then I also love this as well. They're the ministers of love and uh, a little bit about them. uh, Jason Michael Powers and Heather Grace Powers. They are, you know, all about love and music, devotional arts, evolutionary divine union relationships. And they have helped thousands of people across the planet to remember the power of the I am. And I'm all about that as well. So I'm not going to sit here and talk, you know, uh, about myself and about them. I would love to bring them on so they can talk about themselves. And really, um, we're focusing on relationships. Um, Man, I tell you, 2020 showed us lots of things, and especially our relationships, how we can thrive in times of challenge. There are opportunity. It's the greatest time to deepen everything, trust, intimacy, and our core. So welcome, Jason and Heather.
1: Hello. Hello. Can you hear us okay?
2: <laughs>
0: yes, absolutely. And I'm going to put you in a better screen here so we can see you. There we go.
2: Yeah. It's this
1: full spectrum. Full <laughs> spectrum it. powers of love with the Christ gold, Christine gold. What a glorious day. <laughs>
2: I love it. It's like a rainbow
0: light body, too. or. <laughs> mm-hmm. All about the rainbows and the colors, the aura, the spectrum. But uh, thank you so much for being here. Um, I told a little bit about you guys, but maybe you can give us a little more history. I mean, your bio is so extensive. Um, but please share with us. where Where are you? Like, I'm in Victoria, British Columbia. You guys are in.
2: We are in Simi Valley, California, which is not too far from Los Angeles, just a little bit northeast. And we're in kind of like the foothill area. Um, Just love, love where we are. We just this last year, um, actually in the last two months, moved. Um, It's been a really wonderful year, and we're really, really grateful for where we're at.
1: Yeah, I feel you know, there's there's a lot of gratitude for you know for us out here in Southern California, sunny Southern California. It's 64 degrees it's mm-hmm. a beautiful day it's sunny and uh prayers for all those yes. you know as a presencing that we just we count our blessings for where we live in the mm-hmm. world uh, for all of our our fellow citizens here in this country and beyond that are experiencing one of the harshest winters yes um we just really do feel very very blessed to be where we are today and thank you. Uh, not too far from santa barbara just here in southern california the city of angels
0: oh, i love that love that thank you
1: a little bit about us um you know heather and i came together about seven years ago uh after a couple marriages apiece and you know heather was in a couple i was in one children (laughs) and 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 gone through the cycles of of trying to do marriage and relationship knowing that's an important part of our life and uh making mistakes and learning what it is we want by experiencing what we don't want you know Mm -hmm. sometimes contrast is a great teacher um, and we got clear uh, on our journeys and our unique journeys. Um, you know, I've spent years in in uh, in training to become a science of mind practitioner, spending time in new thought. Uh, spent ten years in in devoting time to, you know, cultivating uh, what it means to be a practitioner of the mental field, um, working with the law of cause and effect and the law of divinity of man and woman. Those are the two causes of of how we create miracles in our life and. I was just a student. I spent a good ten years. We both spent many, many years in traditional Christianity, and kind of emerged, you know, in, a, in a, an evolutionary Christianity, a Christian path that embraces the teachings of the East. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let me pick it up from there.
2: Yeah, thank you. Well, we, you know, when we came together, and I, at first, it was kind of a an interesting way that we even connected. It was a YouTube video that I saw of his that. I recognized his heart and the heart of Christ within him, because that was my background. And like Jason said, we both came out of a really more fundamental understanding, which was an amazing foundation and heritage for both of us to be where we are now. You know, we just keep adding layers and understanding, going deeper and higher and wider. But, um, most of my life, uh, I'm a pastor's kid and I was raised in the church multi-generation and my whole career was in Christian music until about nine years ago when I um, lost my mom and dad in a very short period of time. And it was the first time in my adult life that I felt the permission to really um, go on my own journey. I had been on staff at my dad's church and was very involved in that community, but it was that breaking point. And so that was when we began to open possibilities up with each other because I was on a new journey and understanding understanding spirit and life and myself and relationship in a different way.
1: And I would say the timing was around 2012. And if you back up 2001, Mm -hmm. after the towers went down on 9-11, I started having a really profound shift inside where I started asking deeper questions post leaving the Christian church and started really digging into meditation and I didn't even know what that was. And it was Dr. Wayne Dyer who kind of led me and ushered me into a whole realm of, wow, I can just sit in my room and contact God within me. And, you know, we know that as the I am presence, that that presence Mm -hmm. of God, that presence of Christ that dwells within us. Mm -hmm. And I started really actively being part of building communities. And, you know, as I've kind of culminated here to inspire, activate and elevate what I call one love consciousness or what is Christ consciousness, which is one love. And on a journey of clear, like, I know why I'm here and what I'm here to do. But I also knew intuitively that I wasn't here to do it alone. And I really felt this, the calling to do it in partnership, inequality, not to be like, okay, I'm the pastor and this is the pastor's wife. Or that's <laughs>
2: Hallelujah. nowhere near
1: where I knew. I felt this calling to, even when I was a kid, I would grow up and go, you know when I get married, I'm not going to wear the pants in the family. I don't want to always wear the pants in the family. I want to co-lead. I want to co-choose and and that we you know God put it on my heart at a young age to to look for that and and call for that. And the funny thing is when I was eleven years old, I was that weird kid that was like dreaming of my wedding <laughs> that weird boy I saw this ocean and this overlook and this huge beautiful hill overlooking and But I also dreamed of this. My wife was going to be somebody that would sing to me in bed. And I saw her. She was this blonde-haired, blue-eyed, beautiful woman that was singing lullabies to me in my sleep or when I'd go to bed. And audience, I'll tell you, she's actually got a song called Lullaby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So
1: So it's kind of like relationship was built on our hearts. We knew that we wanted to do it in partnership. You know, Heather can tell you a little bit about the history of even her her parents.
2: Yeah, thank you. Cause the, my mom and dad have a, a significant amount to do with why we even came together and they, their energy their love shows up a lot in our field, which has been a really wonderful guiding principle a lot of times and just a, a blessing, you know, kind of a, that divine masculine and feminine mother father blessing in our life as we've dug deep. And I'll tell you, sometimes when we've been in the fires, just knowing that they're, they've are they been on the other side, having walked through this themselves, you know, they were. Um, You're
1: admitting to the crowd we've had fires in our life.
2: Oh, man. We, in fact, we don't, I wouldn't wouldn't say this anymore, but for there was definitely a season. uh, The good portion of our early relationship, uh, we laughed because we say our second address is the cauldron. You know, when you come into relationship, and the intention, the North Star, is to really, truly embody love. Everything unlike love is going to raise itself up, and so that that you know, purifying, burning out process can be incredibly intense at times, and also um, so exhilarating on the other side of each you know layer that we burn. But my mom and dad were um, they were soul beloveds. No surprise that they departed from this plane only 11 months apart from each other, but they had written a book called Two Friends in Love, Growing Together in Marriage. My long, so many stories to go, you know, down this rabbit trail with my parents. But what I just want to say is that they, their love and the way that they demonstrated life and ministry together really paved the way in my heart. And even having two marriages that didn't complete um, in the way that I thought they would, um, I always knew that that what they shared in ministry and how they began their journey, wanting to serve the divine together and love people together. And from the very time that we came together, one of the first times together, we had an opportunity to serve mm-hmm. uh, this young man named Michael together. And it was like this, this is what we want to do. We want to pray together and uh, be a support for people. So
1: yeah
0: wow (laughs) i just got like soul chills and bumps and all that good stuff Mm -hmm. can really feel the the love between you and um and i love um what you said co-creating um amazing um i'm just going to say hello to a few people that are here thank you so much for being here and even if you're on the replay feel free to ask questions we're not going to leave you hanging we're not that type of show (laughs) um yeah we're all in community here um marianne hello if you're new to the show please let us know where you're from if this is your first time as well and Jax is saying, "Love you guys."
1: Hi, Jackie. Jackie. How are you? Good to have you here, sweetheart. Uh,
0: and Marsha, Miss Marsha, how awesome that Jason is able to put his ego aside to empower his wife. <laughs> oh, on a
1: good
2: day.
0: Thank you, Marsha. <laughs>
1: well, that's that's an interesting. That's our dance. That is, you know, here's what's interesting. I um, I knew intuitively. I had a. I I took Heather's last, we actually took each other's last name, but I had an Akashic field therapy session done many years before i met Mm -hmm. Heather. And in the field therapy session, it was, it was told to me that you were connected to the powers. And I didn't understand what that meant at the time. But if you understand the angelic lineages, there's the principles there's the uh, cherubims, the thrones, the dominions, the powers, the cherubim, the seraphim. And I think it was somehow connected to that angelic frequency, whatever that was. But when Heather came into my life, I didn't put two and two together till later. And I'm like, oh, oh, wait a second. I see our destiny path. I am to, And part of my work as a man, Mm -hmm. I work with men and and helping men come into that heart space of Mm -hmm. accessing that divine feminine within you and surrendering to her within you so that you can surrender to her in in all ways, not just in relation with another being, but with the earth, with with the animal kingdom, with the elemental kingdom, and all this mm-hmm. understanding that surrender to she, the Sophia, you know, is, is an important part of coming into balance. And so we knew, I knew that I was to take her last name, and and we both took each other's last name, but that's where the power struggle, mm-hmm. we're doing our best to go, this is the war, is the war on planet earth Mm -hmm. this is the war in our hearts the war on planet earth Mm -hmm. is because there's a war in our own hearts so Mm. you know we've come to understand that relationship is our dharma it's Mm -hmm. our yoga it's our path Mm -hmm. to come into you know so you know we get talked about like oh you're the happy people the love people it's like no, you understand. This <laughs> you is like have no idea. it's no joke. You know, to oh no,
0: heaven forbid. <laughs> oh my right? goodness, it has to be dark and negative, and everybody has anyway. Sorry, right? Go on,
2: right? So,
1: <laughs> yes. It uh, it is. You know, it is the time of the kuristas to rise on planet Earth. It's the time for she to have her voice along with he, not to excommunicate and push away he. You know, and that's a whole nother conversation of going. How do we heal the toxic masculine, and feminine, in all of us? You know, is part mm-hmm. of our dance to do. So, there are days where I don't surrender to her, and my ego dances. And there are days where I
2: don't surrender to you. Yep, <laughs> we got. You know, we're working. It's so beautiful to, I think, finally be emerging because a lot of the conversation, I think, is still about the war between the masculine and feminine, mm-hmm. and I. We've been diving deeper into I've been kind of on a 40 day journey with just going back to the Course in Miracles. And we've been in an incredible book by Nook Sanchez, just a a beloved of our hearts for sure. But the manual on the holy relationship based in the course. And, you know, what's been really beautiful about spending time, more time with this material, especially where our our mind is now. Right. Our, Our awareness is now. That it's really as simple as shifting what our perception is in the moment. And if we're, you know, engaging here, ninety nine percent of the time does not work. if we're if we're in a conflict until we can, both come into a place of you know coming back into our own circle and then doing our best to hear and see the christ in in each other to be able to hear and and understand the perspective that they're coming from so it's not necessarily the masculine feminine it's just our egos are in the process of understanding that it's safe it's safe we are safe every moment we're safe to surrender we're safe to allow each other to be heard and that's Quite a dance to to do on any given day, you know. Yeah,
0: absolutely, and thank you for doing the work and um, being brave and vulnerable and sharing um, your experience. Um, Wayne Dyer, when you brought him up, I'm like. That, that was that's the grandfather that's who I started with in my journey i i so so love that brother um mm-hmm. and, and thank you for bringing him up um I'm feel you know as well i i'm I still have Wayne in my life obviously but I've kind of moved over to alan Cohen and I do mm-hmm. read from the course in miracles I'm on day 121 so um it's a beautiful journey I highly recommend everyone actually to go through the course in miracles. Um,
1: It's a game changer, you know, and, and, and you as, as I'm sure will, I mean the holy relationship when I started studying the course and I got a vision of what Jesus was teaching in the course about the holy relationship and what is that versus the special relationship Mm -hmm. as it teaches. And I don't want to go into a whole diatribe of what that is, but ultimately it's a game changer for planet earth. And that's where we're clear. If we can, come into Mm -hmm. holy relationship. And that doesn't mean necessarily a romantic partner. That's just really coming into, you know, knowing that you are the presence of love, that you have never left. You can never be apart from that. Mm -hmm. And that when you're in communion with another being, especially in relationship, because this is where our trigger points are. But the Course, Nook said something so beautiful. and, And this is really especially in light of the climate of what we're dealing with on planet Earth you know whatever you think about what's going on we're not here to sway you in any direction yeah. but I do know in my heart as an empath as somebody who really feels compassionate and feels deeply about the state of our planet and the mm-hmm. and a really split timeline that we're feeling is ah, we want to see a world that works for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think we all want that we want unity we want oneness we want to experience that and we want to see that world change mm-hmm. and that's what we've been peace on earth right yeah. and so nook said in the in the book called it's a manual for holy relationship definitely take a look at that she said if two or more sincerely join in his name really under the christhood with the one desire to accept the peace of god together and nothing mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. but the peace of god then the whole world would be completely changed mm-hmm. And so what we're here to presence in the work that we're here to do is to really anchor that understanding because sometimes we don't want the peace. We want to be right. We want to be heard. (laughs) We want to be understood. We got our wounds that we have. Please tend to my wounds. Don't disregard me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that makes us do crazy things in our ego dance.
2: Yeah, totally. I think that the more work we do with this material it really it's so amazing because the course is like it's so it's back to basics in one sense but it's also so expansive that the more time you spend with it it feels like it just opens everything up when you really grasp what it's saying and I think the biggest thing for us lately is when we can remember in any given moment that this like he said the 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 North Star is peace. If that's the if that is the most important thing, that's the triangle. It's like that divine presence pulls us both up and allows us to hear each other in a way that when we're just going here, and that's the basis of our communication, it's, you know the the physiology sets in and you can't hear each other, can't see each other. It's like complete. I love what you, how you're you know opening about a life that is not guided by intuition brings depression and anxiety and a lack of wisdom and a lack of you know presence, and how hungry the world is to remember the simplicity of the love that they are and know that they're safe to just be that in any moment.
0: Yes, remember who you are perfect holy child (laughs) no i love that and you said trinity i yeah i i definitely am resonating with that as well and thank you for sharing that so how um and i just thought of something out of the course as well is that you have a light that is so holy that the world would be sanctified by it that just that's a power statement but um (laughs)
1: <laughs> and, and,
0: you know, I started with the Bible and it just didn't connect. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the, I feel with many, it, that is the issue. They had a trauma attached to some religion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a so big, true. I've been dealing with it myself, like even more so there's deeper levels. I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. You know, I was part of a a church experience that was, you know, on 2020 Time Magazine, 60 Minutes was labeled a cult, you know, and it wasn't like your Jim Jones cult, but it was just the following the teachings of one man. And we really forced discipleship on the people and to follow Mm. how to convert the world in one generation and make disciples of all people and to teach them to follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. Mm. And I was active in it and I loved it. And I thought this was going to be the solution to humanity that just help people Mm. follow the teachings of Jesus which it is, Yeah, (laughs) it's just expanded beyond what traditional dogmatic theology has been teaching. And so to understand and to, you know, as Ernest Holmes was one of my great teachers of just Mm -hmm. understanding the perennial philosophy, the golden thread through the East and the West Mm -hmm. and to find the teachings where Yeshua was influenced by Buddhism, by the teachings of the East and by the great masters of light that go beyond what we even understand and that's where we've had to make peace with, you know, understanding this beautiful wisdom in the Bible. And we honor the Bible. Mm-hmm. We've gone back to and so much of it. Yeah. And we love the Tao Te Ching. I mean, the Tao is like one of our sacred yes. texts. Mm-hmm. Often, you know, the wisdom of Lao Tzu and, and to see yeah. that and to expand it yeah. in a way that's not, you know, and sometimes that might be threatening to an individual because, you know, we only know what we know and what we're comfortable with. And so to go around those parameters of what my parents or what my parents' parents and all this in yeah. my cultural conditioning to ask deeper questions, mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely a courageous path.
0: 333
1: mm-hmm. three, three on the dot over here.
2: Love it.
0: Love it. Uh, <laughs> it's no. like the, the holy balance. Yeah. The yeah. Trinity. trinity.
2: Totally. The doubtaging. Oh Man, I, I was tuning into something really briefly this morning and and it reminded me that what is what was begun you know that the east has such ancient tradition there's here in western america we are aware i mean we're becoming more and more aware because of the indigenous cultures and you know connecting with the earth in that sense where there's you know we're connecting to the mother principle through that culture but in the east it's so rooted in the feminine it's so rooted in the you know the the mystery and i think the you know the water way lao tzu is the water way it's the flow it's finding life you know in between the structures and that mystical presence that resides in each one of us that is waking up that we would call the mother or call the divine feminine principle that is really truly coming into balance in all of us and in relationship it is it's like the opportunity to see where those principles are out of balance in either one of us at either time, you know, cause when we're not yielding, we're not in that, that flow. And when we're not taking action, we're not balanced in the other. So what a dance it is that we get
1: to learn. <laughs> one of the joys that we've been able to do in our life. Part of our, our, uh, our Dharma is we music. I mean, music is our passion and, um, uh, We've been fortunate enough to travel back and forth to China over the years to bring mantra and to bring what we were part of a group called the Phoenix rising part of the new century foundation. so we're bringing the ancient teachings, the ancient mantras of Mm -hmm. of the Himalayas of the Tibetan Buddhist path in the, in the East, the teachings of the dragon and the Phoenix and understanding how they cross with the Christ. Mm -hmm. And there's this blend of, 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 of a band together that is really doing something special but, to see, you know, here in the West, I mean, we're we're just the new kids on the block. I mean, yeah. you go to the east <laughs> and the the deep lineages and traditions yes. and culture and and you know, you just you you have respect. And so, in this timeline with China and all that, we just bless that. We know something yes. great is emerging that we can't all see, we only see in part. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to say to even our listeners who are listening, like even in your relationship, like I am doing my best to discover Heather in more and more ways to not go, I know who she is. I know all about her. Like there's so much that's still uncovering that I'm allowing to meet her again and again and again. And so let's meet each other again and again and not know so much Mm -hmm. about what we think we know, hold loosely to what we think we know
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because we're all only seeing part. Yes. You know, the course of miracles talks about perception, you know, perception makes projection. That what we think we see, we're we're projecting mm. out there into the world. And we see that in relationship like no other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm just asking anyone if they have any, are they struggling in their relationships right now? Maybe with yourself? Is it with family, friends, co-workers, partners? I mean... Mm everywhere you go it's a, your pets it's a relationship it right so yeah. i am just asking if anybody has any questions um so i guess you know couples that are coming to you what what tends to be the the core issue do you have you found or is each client different
2: you know what I think the more people, and I would say this is not just couples. The last round of our Awakening uh, the Powers of Love course that we did, we actually opened it up to singles as well. We had couples and singles because, like you just said, relationships are at the core of our entire life no matter who they're with. And, you know, there's only so many things that can be out of order in our life the experiences are different our life you know our life path and how we've grown up and you know the wallpaper is different but really at the core of it and it sounds it sounds it sounds simplistic but I think this is maybe the grace of it too is that it really does come down to fear or love and where the ego you know if we're in fear for whatever that we're not enough or that the the other person is, you know, not seeing us or understanding. It always comes back down to a fear of something that we're not, that we're trying to get something out here that we don't have here. And so our, our passion in our own life, in our own relationship and in our work is to really guide people back to the presence of love within themselves first and foremost, because this won't work. If that's not working, you'll always be in barter and exchange. And that's generally what we see in any kind of
1: relationship. I think the tag on to that, the other thing I think we see that is forgiveness.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Babe.
1: You know, there's just a lot of, of pain in the pain body. You know, Eckhart Tolle talks a lot about the pain body, right? So we yes. carry a lot of uh, whether it's this lifetime of relationships that didn't work or this lifetime with this partner that, you know, there's, we, you know, we hold on to our pain. We hold on to yeah. the resentment. We hold on to the grievances that we have and mm-hmm. the should have, could have,s and wish they were,s mm-hmm. that, that keep us blocked, you know, from experiencing a greater expression. You know, our, our intention always in our life and in the lives of those we work with is how can we increase capacity to receive and give love Mm -hmm. because ultimately that's what we're trying to do Mm -hmm. is to increase that capacity, that chamber in your own heart space in all your centers, Mm -hmm. you know, to open up. I mean, we talked about the Trinity, you know, a lot of our, our focus of our work is, is hinged on one thing. Is that your relationship with God, your creator source, the universe, whatever you call that, you know, that's the beginning of the Trinity, the relationship with creator, Your relationship with yourself, Mm -hmm. know thyself, know who you are in truth, that you are the immaculate concept of God. Mm -hmm. And then have that relationship with the other, be it a partner or be it a community, Mm -hmm. or be it the ghost in your own head of your parents or or the people that done wrong you you know wrong you the, the doing the wrong whatever that song is it, you, somebody, doing,
2: done me wrong song? <laughs> somebody
1: done me wrong song somebody done me wrong song we all got our song got our story
0: oh yeah. i'm going to have to and listen to that one
1: <laughs> never ending story it's like how i've been and how love has betrayed me how love has abandoned me and and i'm here we're here to tell you there's a new story you can create a new story today in your relationship today, even if you've been in the muck and the mire of the yes. crap, you can begin today mm-hmm. to go look. Take time and just share it. Go, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to set a clock. 11 minutes, you go. You talk. You share your heart. Don't interrupt. Just let them listen. Just hear it. Maybe ask a question for clarity. 11 minutes, now go. I tell you, that little exercise right there mm-hmm. will get you so far. Mm-hmm you know, and just having that committed time. But I think lack of forgiveness mm-hmm. uh, and lack of, of a devotional practice, however that looks like, yeah. mm-hmm. because a lot of times if we're trying to deal, I think it was Einstein, right? That said, if you're trying to deal with the problem at the level of the consciousness of the problem, you're not going to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. So we've got to go to a source of love of intelligence that is higher than our, our lower self human, you know, not mm-hmm. that the, the human is the divine and the, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to separate them, but I'm saying that that level of consciousness, that level of problem solving, mm-hmm. if it's at the level of the small self, we're just going around and around. Yeah. We're not going to get anywhere. So we got to have access. And that has been Heather and my saving grace mm-hmm. is what we call going back to the garden, going back to that prayer field, that place of, you know what, let's get on the mat together. And however prayer looks for you, we're not here mm-hmm. to say there's one way to pray. Mm-hmm. But come into communion with the beloved. You know, there's an old mystic Sufi Together. chant, mm-hmm. Ishkala Mabu Leila, Ishkala Mabulela. And it's, I am the beloved, the beloved, the lover.
2: Love, loving, love, love, lover, and
1: beloved. Yeah, the know. beloved, the love, and the lover. So. There you
0: go. Yeah. <laughs> A yeah. trinity again here. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Mm, well, I you
2: know, love that. It's, it is. It's so important to have that time on your own. I mean, that's, I think our day can get going so quickly. And before we know it, we're, you know, on our phones, we got messages yeah. coming in about business, we got, you know, breakfast, we've got all these things. And I just, I have found the, how precious it is to kind of recommit that time, just if nothing else, to be in the silence so that that intuition and that wisdom is unfiltered so that you know the difference when you're moving about the day because sometimes when we're busy it's hard to distinguish which voice is talking and um just being in silence together has it's been always our saving grace and then and then pr- praying out loud together too you know like really calling things in and mm-hmm. allowing that divine fire to to and I, I use this word intentionally and a little bit trepidatiously, but fight for what is imposing. Fight for the boundaries of of protecting that seed, because right now in relationships there is direct um, opposition to relationships really landing, and we can see it in everything, and. It's this, this home relationship for all of us, it's the smallest form of government. And if we are a divided house within ourselves, we will not be able to have a home that is undivided. And so this has to be our, our first priority that that's where we go. Our, our North Star is that our unity in our homes so that we will have the intuition to know how we serve in the community Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i love that god self and others unconditional love healing forgiveness yes making our way home and we've got to do it it's it's a co-creative process um my my take on prayer before was oh god give me this now i know it Mm -hmm. is co-creative and it's already done yeah there's the big difference and prayer takes you from the ordinary to the extraordinary.
1: Amen. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. No, I saw one of the comments, you know, I, I really want it to be clear in how we're even presenting what we do because mm. it's not all positive.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, your Marcia's comment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. it's
1: and there is, there, there is something is. to in, in affirm and, and, and hold to be the truth. And, And I think the biggest game change, what's happening we're seeing as we're observing what's going on on our planet Mm -hmm. is part of our work. When we do work with our clients, we work with ourselves. We are shadow workers. Mm -hmm. And so embracing that, you know, you come into that Holy union, you know, the, the prophecy of the hope you, they talk about a timeline that a timeline that we would have on planet earth. And they call it about the two hearts and the one heart Mm -hmm. and the two hearts won't make this timeline they won't make the jump because there's something split Mm -hmm. inside them Mm -hmm. and and that's that shadow we're not owning that dark side of ourselves and that wants to come into holy union with itself and understand what is the shadow what is that dark side wanting from you what Mm -hmm. is it why are your addictions what's going on with your arguing your anger what are you mad at you know Mm -hmm. anger in itself is not a sin it is not It's how do we point this? How do we use that sexual energy that it's not in distortion? Mm -hmm. You know, how do we use that righteous fire that wants to take guided action? And, and so it's that place of coming into holy union. So we do, you know, we don't spend a lot of time diving into each other's shadows and navel gazing and blaming. And, you know, it's that it's just take responsibility for those darker aspects and live in the light, live in the truth. Bring the skeleton out of the closet. You know mm-hmm. that's where trust. Yeah. You know comes into. We talk a lot yeah. about in our work about the six. You know we call them the six roses. You know, but they sit in the soil of trust. You mm-hmm. know, and truth is a big one of them to live in truth, mm-hmm. and to have you know that light of truth in your life, and and looking at yourself holistically, yeah. not bypassing.
0: Yeah. Yes, bypassing. That's what I kept hearing.
1: Yeah, we can't we bypass so much or we and what we bypass we project.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we're
1: blaming and shaming the others, be it on the news media or in the government or whatever's going on. Mm -hmm. We're not owning our own stuff. I mean, we've all said things we're not proud of. We've all done things we're not proud of. Yeah. How quick we are to point at power struggle, you know, power players in the world and go, How dare you? Mm -hmm. You know
2: so true. One of the things that we observe, especially in a lot of like new age spirituality, mm-hmm. um, is the, that projection of light and positivity is so much the focus that it almost becomes an ego blinder. And so we begin to make ourselves out of figments of light you know, and a a, a lot of times, and, and when I say this, I want to be cautious that I'm, there's no judgment on this. It's just things that we've observed in our own journey and in our own ego, you know, battles. Um, when we are, when we're putting our attention so much on our light, we literally, we schism more and more and the ego is emboldened and emblazoned in, in, in what it perceives itself as as light, mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of times the archetypes or the angels or you know these imaginings that we have, everybody has a personal journey with these things. That is, it is. It's a, it's in our inner kingdom, but when we start making it outward and we start identifying, over identifying with these things, and we disown our humanity, we disown the things of our of our flesh that's running through our DNA, the things that we inherited from our families. Um, we are, we're literally projecting them out so that somebody else is going to have to do it. We, it's like we ha- the buck has to stop somewhere. Yeah. And I think, you know, if, if I could celebrate anything in our journey together
1: you
2: can. <laughs> and, and we do, we celebrate a lot because when we look back and recognize how, how much we've really, grown um, in our willingness to continue to look at what is if something's out of alignment it's got to be brought into alignment else we can't go farther and our our territory can't increase and our guidance is only we can only see as far as our own shadow is cast and so to really take that seriously and without shame bring those things to the holy spirit without shame Lay before each other, you know, go don't before we go and offer our gifts. We confess to our brother and uh, what you said about forgiveness. It's that's been like that's saved us over and over and over again.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, we were on a we had a great interview with some common friends of ours, Michael and honey. And mm-hmm. We had a great uh, time with them. And they mentioned they asked, like, what is the signature? Like, what would be the word that, you know, kind of symbolizes who you guys are? Mm-hmm. And I really took to heart what they had asked. And I feel like it's important to presence here because we're talking about, you know, what we said it was bridge. Mm-hmm. We're bridges, you know, bridging heaven on earth, br- bridging spirit and matter. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're to bring, you know, one of our dear, dear friends, Todd Medina. He talks about the human is the hero. Mm-hmm. You know, we disqualify <laughs> our humanity. Yeah. And trying to you know be these these light beings, and we are, but we've got to marry, we got to bridge it inside. And you know, Carl Jung, one of my heroes, you know, he said one does not uh, reach enlightenment by imagining figures of light, but yeah. by making the darkness conscious. Mm-hmm. And that's how we we ascend. We don't ascend by imagining all this, you know, and and not owning and bridging these parts and coming into the one heart.
2: Right. And that's the uncomfortable part sometimes because when you shine a light on the things that you may have been sweeping away for a while and all of a sudden it's brought to bear and you have to really look at it, there is. There's a certain kind of divine agony that it can feel like. And I think that also is probably one of the, the most precious tools of grace that you don't know what grace is until you recognize why you need it. And
0: yeah. I love that. I love that. It, that That's powerful. I, as you're talking, uh, you know, I mean, it used to be the norm. What was it? I, what was it? 50% ended in divorce. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just like, yeah, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're breaking all the, well, generational stuff yeah. by doing this work now. And 2020 really shone a light in all the dark spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and 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 mm-hmm. we hold that in our heart the prayers because we know right now. I mean, I was just looking up the opioid crisis. You know mm-hmm. what's going on, the suicide rate that's not being talked about, the fear. domestic violence, Cures. right? Mm-hmm. That is going on in the homes in this lockdown where people are uncomfortable. They're yeah. in fear. They're they're in fear of death, fear of of loss of some sort, whether it be your life of loved ones or your job or your home or yes. what it's of your own sanity. Mm-hmm. You know, we are, we are in a crisis on planet earth. There's no question of that, but we can take charge as Heather mentioned in the governance of our own home and the own heart. Mm-hmm. And so we know, you know, Marcus Aurelius, I think it was said like, like if you want to have peace in the nation, in the world, you got to have peace in the heart. You got to have peace in the home. Amen that is our goal that is our work that is our dharma that is our alchemical yum the medicine Mm -hmm. of of digging deep into this because we know we can't go out there and change the world Mm
2: -hmm.
1: the course in miracles teaches us that if we come in and want only peace and if we're gathered together in this focus we can invoke and and then when you go into quantum science you understand oh you know, as you said, one light. You know, mm. I think it talks about right, Christine. Ernest mm. Holmes says, "One alone in consciousness constitutes the majority." Mm. That we don't have to convince anybody; we just have to embody, integrate what we've been talking about, what we've been reading about
2: mm-hmm. for
1: so long now.
2: Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. There's, I mean, we're in this information age where there's so much good teaching. There's so many opportunities to to absorb what we need to be reminded of. It's not something that we're learning new. It's obviously, I think when you hit that stream of good spiritual food, that it just, it opens you up and you go, ah, there I am. I remember, I remember. And sometimes I think because the darker side or the shadow side can be the uncomfortable part of things, there's a tendency to want to just keep nibbling and smorgasbord on all the opportunities to grow spiritually through knowledge. And I think there comes a point where it starts to become its own sort of suffering if it doesn't get integrated. And I think as a planet, that's where we're at now. Mm -hmm. We have people that claim that they believe something, but I think we're moving from believers to knowers to beers. We are that. We don't need to point to it anymore.
0: Absolutely. Empowerment. Yes. Sovereignty. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think of the lion. I've been yes. seeing a lot of that for months, which is, uh, yeah, I love that. So, you know, uh, be the love and the light you want to see in the world. It, and it starts with us whatever you're putting out into the field. Um, I didn't get to ask you guys, but I always, I, well, maybe I'm just going to spring this on you, but I usually ask each guest two questions. And um, the first one is how can we as a collective energy help make your dreams come true?
1: Mm, How can we as a collective energy, the three of us?
0: Yes. And anyone who's joining us, just how How can can we help
1: you? How can we help you? reach your dreams. I love dreams. <laughs> Dream weaving is what we do a lot in our life. We're big dreamers, you know, imagine as John Lennon would say, Neville Goddard wrote a book called the immortal man and the divine imagination. Mm. That dwelling place. I spent five years of my life in Los Angeles as an improvisers, uh, at three different troops of, you know, one in an improv, you're creating from nothing. You're really mm-hmm. accessing that divine imagination. And that is where it it starts. And so enabling, you know, I would say allow yourself to dream,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and, and see where the boundaries of the dream are within you mm-hmm. where, you know, it is done unto you as you say, it is, as we believe it. And, and, you know, we've seen the bumper sticker as you believe and, Conceive, you can achieve. You know that whole thing. Like, <laughs> but it is done unto us as we not only mentally use our mental field, but we've come to understand that the most intelligent, most powerful part is our heart, and that emotion, that energy, and motion that fuels the dreams mm-hmm. that we feel. We allow ourselves to feel into the dream, but I think it's it's restoring that belief. You know, the Neverending Story is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. And the great nothing came when people started to stop dreaming. Mm, imagining, mm. You know, young, the father who has, you know, lost his wife and the young Sebastian who's lost his mom, you know, and his dad's just going, you got to keep your feet on the ground and stay in reality and don't get your daydreaming out there. And, and we learned that that's what created the nothing that ruined Fantasia yes. mm-hmm. and allow ourselves to dream again. Can we dream of a world that works, or are we buying and we regurgitating the yeah. same story that the mainstream <laughs> media is telling us? Well, what's happening? Can we stop and go? No, let me take captive of my mind mm-hmm. and my energy field, and mm-hmm. let's dream a world that's working for everybody. Yes. But I think giving yourself permission to dream—yeah,
0: I'm all—I'm all about dreams. I I keep a dream journal, and I always ask my clients to to keep. Notes because mm-hmm. it's very important. The, these are messages. Mm-hmm. Pay attention.
1: Dreams. <clears throat> <laughs> um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And a second question is What does mm-hmm. magic mean to you guys?
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's got <laughs> many layers.
1: I just sent a picture today. Spread the magic mm-hmm. of love today.
2: Aww. Yes, you know what? And that's what it is, really. I think what we've learned in our journey, and we've had so much. Divine magic in our the when we're in that flow and we know that it's love that's guiding us. It has taken us to the most incredible places. We um, we were married on a mountaintop in Peru uh, on a full moon, and I was facing the moon, and Jason was facing the sun on a, a mountain called Apulima on a trip that was completely gifted to us and. We, I mean, we have story after story of when love has just been, we laugh because often we don't know what we're doing. We just kind of bounce around like kids playing in the garden. And that's when it happens that, that the magic, maybe the course would call it the miracle,
0: the miracle, yep. the
2: miracle time has collapsed and we are, we are in that divine, incorruptible innocence that allows the dreams and visions of our hearts to manifest easily and effortlessly and to ride that, you know, those waves. And we have, we have, we've seen the most amazing things in our life and we can tell when we're out of that flow. It's, you know, it's a, a beautiful little leash and a reminder of when we're not, we're not in that love field.
0: Love that.
1: Amazing. I- love this question <laughs> like it just like exploded me right away like oh my god that's the million dollar question
0: absolutely
1: magic you know i uh i've often said i'm a natural magician using the metaphysical laws of the universe mm-hmm. understanding that magic is natural it's it's like you know it's the force it's the it's what yoda it's what star wars talks about it's the force yeah. it yep. is it already exists magic is not bad Nope. The occult isn't bad. The occult is just hidden. It just means it's something you don't know yet. And the <laughs> mystery schools and all that stuff. But magic really is for us, it's surrender to love.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's when magic happens when you surrender to love mm-hmm. and, and that higher love, that divine love, that higher that calls you to a higher way of being. When you surrender to that, mm-hmm. magic is natural, <clears throat> it just happens. You don't make it happen. You don't need to manipulate it to happen. Mm -hmm. It is pure grace, and that is a space that we 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 could tell you story upon story upon story. That Heather and my commitment is to surrender. We're consecrated to that, Mm -hmm. and that has opened up the right home at the right time, the right money, the right jobs, the right situations. You know, ships
2: all over the world.
1: Einstein also. I love smart Mm -hmm. men who are scientists. You know, in the Mm -hmm. spirit world and Einstein said the biggest decision you can make is whether you live in a friendly universe or a hostile universe. This is the difference between pronoia and paranoia. Mm. If you look at the world and you see people, places and conditions trying to get you harm, you take your life. Then there you go.
2: You will navigate it and you will
1: see it. And that's what it is. But all in the, other side Mm -hmm. if you believe people places and conditions are aligning for your good for your greatness for your health then guess what you're going to see people places and conditions magically lining up Mm -hmm. and that's why einstein said the biggest decision we can make is whether it's friendly or hostile and Mm -hmm. here we are we're at a point to choose today how we're seeing our world Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely choose choice Yeah, I love it. And I I see it as a switch. And really, you're you're the switch. What are you switching to? What are you? Mm -hmm. What are you letting in? What are you allowing? What are you seeing and perceiving? So, Mm -hmm. gosh, I could Mm -hmm. talk to you guys for hours. You have amazing stories, amazing energy. I want to thank you so much for being here, for sharing your your heart with us all. And um, what's
2: the best way to reach you? uh the best way to reach us is go to our website which is the powersoflove.com and um, sign up for our newsletter you can communicate with us there um and or on facebook we're also on facebook both of us and we have a powers of love site as well on instagram all the usuals but the best way if you want to just get directly in touch with us and communicate directly probably just go to the website and send us a Send us a line. We'd love to connect.
1: And you can follow us on Facebook. We have the powers of love on Facebook. You can join our community there. Uh, we are excited. We're birthing a brand new program that's really about when Heather and I first came together. It was about money, sex, and power. These three archetypes, these three spheres of influence on the relationship in our life. And we have three antidotes to really help balance money, sex, and power. Mm-hmm. Um, that we're excited, birth into the world very soon. So stay tuned to that. Oh,
0: definitely, and I will share with our group when you guys are when you guys are ready. Thank awesome. you, Christine. Well, thank amazing, you so much. So much. Well, Thank you so much. I'm sending you guys lots of love, mm-hmm. and uh, just hang on after the show here. I've got a few housekeeping to take care of, but guys, please let me know if you are you know, you have a guest, uh, someone who is amazing, you want to share with me, please send them my way. A few things. First, if you're looking for a safe space for empaths, this is the place Unleash Your Soul's Purpose. It is on Zoom every Saturday at 10am Pacific Standard Time. If you need the link for that, please let me know. Just uh, comment Soul's Purpose and I'll get that for you as well the February energy update, I do a monthly energy update. I also do a weekly energy update. Um, Head to YouTube for that. If you're wondering, you know, what's going on in February. And as well, there is I have two groups, uh, mentorship groups, I do one on one, because it's all about your uh, intuition, and coming back to who you truly are at a soul level. So I have these groups as well. If you're interested Please reach out or head to my website 24khealing.ca. All right, guys, I love you so much. This was amazing. Uh, please remember healing begins where the ego ends. Take care.